welcome to a brand new episode of Comment Section. That's right, guys. It's not just a brand new episode. It is a brand new year. We've made it. You've made it to the year 2022. Boy, we're recording this a little early, so we don't know what the world is like at that time. But I dare not say how much could the world change in two weeks. But we know stuff can happen. But... Unlike last year, where everything was kind of up in the air, and maybe there could be some changes this year too, who knows, but we actually have a slate of films that might come out this year, and I'll just say it is it is quite an exciting slate of movies. Yeah, I'm really excited about some things as well. Um, well, I mean, there's some obvious ones that we have to talk about, so. Yes. So... We got some big movies. I'm excited to bring up some of these. Some of mm-hmm. these I'm like, convince me that it will be good, but whatever. Yeah. I probably won't have to like go on too too long about some of my exciting upcoming things because I've been excited enough to where I've brought them up in past episodes. But uh this is a good roundup for twenty twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Who knows what will happen? At the what we a year from now when we do our review, maybe our most anticipated will be the worst one, and the one we dread the most will be number one. Who knows? Yeah, there's so be. many topsy turvy things that could happen. Yeah, in this when world. you're really really excited for something, that's always possible. Yes. That, uh, yeah. All right. So who do we want to have go first to say our first thing for our 2022 preview? Um, I don't know if. Uh, I could really say mine in any order. Uh, I have mine in release order. I only have... Well, maybe when we get to it, we'll say what our most anticipated is. Uh, Yeah. I also... I I categorize them by movie and TV, but that's whatever. Um, I don't think I really have any TV to bring up. Because most of mine is just new seasons. Yeah. I'll I'll do movies first. Um, how about we decide who goes first uh, with a roll of this uh, 20-sided die? Oh, yes, since um, Paul took away our penny. So uh, do you want the higher numbers or the lower numbers? Basically, 10 or higher or 10 or lower? Oh, any chance. I will always take the choice to get high. All right, so if this comes up, you won't be able to see it, but you'll have to trust me. I'll say what number it comes up as. That's a critical fail. Is it 10? <laughs> it's a 1. Oh. Which means I go first. Yes. Which, I, it's the happiest I've ever been to get a 1. <laughs> you literally got the lowest you could. It's yeah. like it's like you're just rubbing it in now. Yeah, yeah, no. In D&D, that's called a critical miss. Critical, yeah. Uh, it's an immediate miss. Um... I'll go first, because I won. Oh, yes. This is one I, uh, this is one of my most anticipated movies of 2022, if not my most anticipated. I really don't know if it's going to be good, and it's not going to really break <laughs> my heart if it's not good, but I'm just really excited that it's happening. I talked about it in the episode where we talked about, where I talked about The Watch, because that was a very bad show that was apparently an an adaption of a Terry Pratchett uh, uh, book, but you really couldn't tell. Um, There is a more true 
uh, adaption of a Terry Pratchett book um, coming out. My favorite author, Terry Pratchett. Uh, the Amazing Maurice. Full title of the book <laughs> is The Amazing Maurice and His Educated Rodents. It's an animated film, and it looks to me to be like a much better execution and uh, like the the watch had nothing similar you know with the, the source is, material. Or... Uh, this is so Terry Pratchett is not as popular in the states, and I think it's why a lot of stuff doesn't get made. So a lot of the adaptions have been like kind of crappy BBC <laughs> stuff and and stuff. But um, so this is some kind of uh, let me uh check here. Amazing Maurice. Uh. Maybe a uh, uh, Sky Cinema. I think that's a British. Yeah, it's a British. Yeah, uh, yeah. Company. I can't hear them. I haven't looked at what else they've done. They could have a bad I think track they, record. They're owned by Comcast because Comcast gave up trying to get Fox so they could get Sky. So this yeah. might end up on Peacock. I see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's um. He's a much more prolific author to the Brits, uh, and it's all like this kind of like dry British humor. Oh uh, yes, l- like something like um, he gets compared to Douglas Adams or The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy a lot. But um, uh, yeah, it's a book starring this cat who trains some rodents. I just think animation seems like a... I'm excited that it's an animated movie and not this, like... It it just makes sense to me, and I, I'm excited about it. Uh, like we mentioned, like, animation is, like... It, it can be iffy. Like, there weren't... It, we said this was a bad year for animation, but let's hope <laughs> that 2022 breaks the curse and that this is good, because I'd really like it to be good. Yes. So that's all for me for this one, The Amazing Maurice. Yes. Currently slated for 2022. Oh, yes. So, I guess I'll get to mine then. Mine is one movie that... um, This next one is a movie set in Sony's Marvel Universe. And... I swear I just heard a very loud tapping outside the window over here, and it's got me a little concerned. Definitely unsettling. Yes. Ah, It is Morbius, played by the Joker himself, Jared (laughs) Leto. Hopefully goes better this time around. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know how to feel about this. Look, I'll just say, the last trailer they did that they played in front of Spider-Man No Way Home was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, Morbius, I have a lot of nostalgia for because Morbius was kind of the main villain, I guess, for the second season of the 90s Spider-Man cartoon. He was, it was really his story arc that was for the second season, and I Mm -hmm. love that story arc so much. I think it's called Neogenic Nightmare. It was done so well, so I have a lot of nostalgia for Michael Morbius, However, Spider-Man was in that, and this is just him by himself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not 
I'll just be honest. I'm not a big fan of the trend of having doing like solo movies about villains. Like Venom is different because he's he's kind of both nowadays. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, let's just look at Sony's track record just in the mm-hmm. last few years. They had the first Venom, which isn't perfect, but it was pretty good. 2018, they did Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And, um, well, they gotta get credit for it. They did Spider-Man No Way Home. Even though it was Mm -hmm. with Marvel. But still, they did Spider-Man No Way Home. I haven't seen Venom Let There Be Carnage yet. Although, after I saw Spider-Man No Way Home, I did buy the (laughs) Blu-ray. And I did, I do have it there. I'll watch it after Christmas. But, it's always like, whenever there's a Venom movie that comes out, on Blu-ray, it comes out the week of a new Spider-Man movie, and last time was Into the Spider-Verse, so there's always yeah. like a new Spider-Man movie that makes me go, okay, I'll go buy Venom. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, but... Morbius, and also, let's not forget, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, it, it is the blueprint for what the MCU has been the last few years. Yeah. That and Brian Singer's X-Men. And also the first Amazing Spider-Man, which is great, which at the time was the most successful reboot of all time. Hmm. That's interesting. Yes. So, but it's just like, I don't know, a movie about a villain. Here's the thing. With Morbius, I kind of feel like, well, I won't just buy the Blu-ray I think it's one that when Doctor Strange 2 comes out, maybe like a week before just to get hyped, I'll pop it on on Netflix. Because it's supposed to come out on Netflix, I think, because that's the deal Sony has right now. Like, they'll be on Netflix, and then later they'll be on Disney+. Plus. But I think it's one, like, I'll wait until there's something, like a Doctor Strange 2 to pop it on and get hyped for. So, yeah. Not as excited, but I'll I'll watch it when um it's on Netflix. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll just do like a whole Spider Verse marathon. I'll do yeah both Venoms, No Way Home, and Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Yes. So uh, there we go for more. Yeah, good stuff. Um, <clears throat> my next one is. Any year that there's one of his movies slated to come out, I'm on board. I am going to go see it. And that is, there's going to be another Jordan Peele horror movie. Oh, yes. Nope. I was trying to find a little more on it so I would have something to say. But, you know, honestly, I don't think I want to know anything anyway. Uh, and I don't think this uh, poster is really trying to let you know anything anyway. But, I mean, great streak so far. Get Out is, I mean, a, a lot of people agree, it's one of the, it's really one of the best horror movies ever. Us is also very good. So, you know, third big horror movie release. Um, Do people like, um... Us, or did it get kind of a mixed reaction? People, I think it got good reviews. Uh, I think a lot of people 
it was just immediately like people were just like, yeah, it's not get out. But oh. I, I think that was an unfair thing to do. It is us isn't a really really incredible movie. Just be happy with what you get, guys. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the best. It just has yeah. to be good. Mm-hmm. And us is good. And we'll see about nope. My next one is one that's going to Disney Plus. And I don't know how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. I'm just... Crap, that's not what I wanted. I'm kind of like, well, I'm not that excited. But I suppose because I have a little, not a lot of nostalgia, but some for this franchise, I guess I'll give it a shot. And it is Ice Age Adventures mm. of Buck Wild. That's right. Yeah. Ice Age is, um, you know, I actually like the second movie more than the first one. Um, I remember being disappointed with the first one because it wasn't what I was expecting it to be. But I think if I were to watch it now, I'd like it more. But I do prefer the second one. Mm-hmm. And they kind of got lost where they kind of tried to shift focus onto. Uh, I don't remember the names anymore. The Woolly Mammoth uh, kids. Yeah, I, I remember Sid, which yes. is uh, the the sloth. But, um, yeah, and Scratch. I have not seen this. Yeah, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I remember liking Ice Age though. I yeah. have not. I don't even. Maybe I've seen the second one. Yeah, I've not kept up. There's it, it kind of got like tired after the third one. Mm-hmm. And then I wasn't a fan of the fourth one. I know there's a fifth one that I haven't seen yet, but yeah. I mean, I'll check out. Look, it's nice, kind of like I was saying before. And I don't want to sound like I'm just bashing, whatever, but it's nice for Disney Plus to have a different type of animated film instead of just the regular Disney and Pixar stuff. It's nice that we're going to have one that just wants to be a comedy, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So... It's nice to get some variety with Disney now Mm -hmm. that they own 20th Century... Is it Studios or Pictures? I don't remember. It's not Fox anymore. Fox is now just right-wing propaganda crap. Which I... I'm not gonna... I want to say it here now. I think it's total crap that Fox kept the name Fox. Because now they're... William Fox, who was a film pioneer, his name is associated with their trash. Yeah. Yeah, anything good has been dissolved now uh, into something else. And although uh, they own Tubi, which I literally like Tubi, but uh-uh. still, uh-uh. they're the stuff they create themselves is garbage. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, I'm actually to make absolutely sure when we're a little higher energy at the beginning of this, I get to my absolute most excited things. Uh, I will. Switch on over to TV for right now uh, to bring up one of the things I am the most excited for. It got pushed back into 2022, but here's to hoping it's actually going to come out in 2022. Probably toward, I would guess, toward the, in October or something, because it is a scary thing. So, um... What I'm talking about here is 
Uh, I'm not typically like an anime fan when it comes to most animes, but this is different because this is an adaption of Junji Ito's, uh, I believe, 2001 horror manga, uh, Uzumaki, which is one of my favorite like graphic novel type deals of all time. Uzumaki is this really weird abstract story about the antagonist is essentially the horror is spirals like the shape spirals <laughs> uh and the, he just finds every way for a spiral to terrify you it's incredible uh uh incredible horror story um but there was a live action adaption of this apparently in like 2007 uh that i've heard is not good nor has any adaption of a junji ito work ever been considered good as far as i'm as as i understand this the fact that they did push it back and like this is like this feels like the thing they're really trying to get right and i really believe that that they're trying to make this a true, like, meaningful adaption of the work in an animated series form, possibly, yeah, I think it's a it's, it's a limited series. Um, and I love that they're keeping the black and white aesthetic of oh, the yeah. original, because this is, uh, when they announced that they were pushing it back to 2022, they released a teaser trailer to kind of say like, hey, we are working on this. We just want to make it perfect. And so there is a, a short clip. And yeah, it's in black and white. It kind of keeps it really looks like the, the graphic novel has come to life. Um, the black and white, I think, complements Junji Ito's art, art style uh, so well. And it gives it just a creepier feel. Um, I'm really excited to see the visuals of this and i think they've really respected it uh it's gonna be upsetting to see for a little taste this is a still from the graphic novel someone's face being eaten away by a spiral no one has to see that anymore um this is kind of a cult classic uh and there are going to be a lot of hardcore fans really looking forward to this, including me. Uh, but I really think it's going to be really good. That's what I'm feeling right now. Oh, yes. So, Junji Ito's Uzumaki, which oh, is yes. uh, means the spiral, I think. Oh, I does remind, does remind me. I have two questions to ask after this. Yeah. So, I remember you said that your family was smart, and you ditched cable. You were just like, yes. screw cable, we're done with that crap. Yeah, yeah. Which, look, look. right now we're in a hard transition, but what it, we're, what TV is going to be is so much better than what it has been. Mm. But, um, how are you going to watch it? Like, well, is it... <laughs> I mean... Because I, I saw it's on watched... Adult Swim, but... I didn't look at all. I for some reason I just assume that everything is going to be streamed at this point. I'll be able to find an anime. Online. I mean, I'm sure I'm not worried about that. It might be but, on uh, um 
HBO Max if it's an Adult Swim original or yeah, um, don't aren't Adult Swim Adult Swim makes it onto Hulu, but I don't think it's an Adult Swim original. I, I maybe it is, but I, I think it's being produced in Japan. Oh, uh, I mean the publisher of the uh, uh, okay. Okay, Viz Media is... I knew it was Viz Media, like the manga, uh, but uh, I wasn't sure if they also made anime, and it looks like they do. So it's probably Viz Media. I Oh, it's probably going to be on, like, Crunchyroll or something. That would make sense. Do you have Crunchyroll, or...? No, but I'd get it for this. <laughs> I mean, if worse comes to worse, you could always just buy the season off iTunes. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I, yeah. I'm going to find a way. You will find a way... Hopefully yeah. a legal way, but you will find a way. Yeah, a legal way, we'll say. Yes, because no, you want to support legal. them. You want more of this. Yeah, that is true. Um, I never watch um, shows on cable, but I honestly, like, I have a cable box hooked up to my TV that's almost always unplugged. I yeah. always plug it in and watch The Flash and Superman Lois on demand in case it helps. Their ratings or whatever. Yeah. So I guess uh, the other thing I had to ask. Oh, yeah. Another question. Is have you, because this is kind of in a similar vein, have yeah. you seen the Star Wars anime series? Um, it's oh, Star right. Wars Visions? Uh, I haven't. Uh, I haven't kept up on whether it's good or not. I heard a lot of fans really like it. It's like what if, but actually good. Apparently. Yeah, it looks good. I, I have to say, I'm in a place with Star Wars similar to your place with Marvel, where I need the thing that'll bring me back in. So if this is good, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, of course, remember, I think the Last Jedi is great. So yes. always have to recontextualize my feelings on Star <laughs> Wars with that. But this looks really awesome from what I'm seeing. Yeah, it looks cool. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I think once Boba Fett premieres, like, it actually kind of gives me a character I care about, then, like, the Star Wars shows mm-hmm. will be a higher priority for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I need that thing to get me back into it. Uh, this looks This looks very good. Yes, you need your, um, <laughs> I never thought I'd say this, you need yeah. your Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. It's not every day you get something like Spider-Man No Way Home, directed uh, by John Watts. Exactly. Something that for years you said would be utter dog crap, and then <laughs> it ended up being the best movie of the year. Wild. I yeah, know. that's that's it. Uh, Uzumaki. Yes. So, I guess I can move on to my next thing now. And this, to me, this is my... Oh, my God. All these pictures look like crap. I don't know how you're able to find such good pictures, but... I'm just using Google. I, I've got Google, too, and it's not going... Well, okay, here we go. This, for me, is my most anticipated movie of the year. I am so hyped for it. 
um, hi- more hype for Jim this than I Howard. have been in a long time. I think probably my most hype movie since Into the Spider-Verse. And it is The yeah. Batman. Oh my the god, Batman. look at that poster. That's just an absolutely sick poster. Unreal. Yeah, I'd just like to say real quick. Because it's something that we did. We talked about how we looked at the set photos mm-hmm. for the Batman, and we both said we didn't like the look of the costume from the set photos. Mm. But once we saw it in context, the suit looks really good. I, I think it looks freaking awesome. Yes. So, for me... Now, look. At first, I've, I've spent years thinking this movie was never going to happen. And I want be- the Ben Affleck Batman movie. Although now, I think the movie we're going to get now is better than the movie Ben Affleck hat was going to make. Like, yeah, I mean, I, anything that gets this to happen, if it's good, uh, I'm happy with. So I'm I'm happy with the trajectory of things right now. Yes, it looks like they're nailing the Batman character so much. I'm so glad that it just feels like we're getting like real classic Batman again for the first time since the Burton movies. Like, yeah. The first two Nolan movies were about him figuring out how to become Batman. Ben Affleck's, it's it's him, but it's not the same because he's like in the Justice League and they're fighting aliens yeah. in Doomsday. So this is the first time yeah. it feels like Batman. Um, I remember Matt Reeves said that his two favorite movie Batman movies were Batman Returns and The Dark Knight. And when you look at this movie, it feels like a perfect combination of Burton and Nolan. It just, while also being its own thing, mm-hmm. it just looks so great. Um, I think Robert Pattinson is going to do a great job from what we've seen. Yeah, I think um, so you know, too. Like some people, I it's too bad it. he. It's too bad they replaced him because people were unhappy with it. Oh yes. Oh. <laughs> no, not Man. true. Yes, exactly. But um, I know. Maybe understandably, there are some people who are still just like, oh, he was from Twilight. He can't be good because those <clears throat> movies were awful. But I, I just like, I think he'll be great. But I, I would just so like too. to say one thing The Dark Knight is considered arguably the greatest superhero movie ever made. <clears throat> it's not like Christian Bale's performance in that movie was Oscar worthy. Let's just be honest. He was not yeah. great in those movies, but yeah. I think Pattinson will be great. I love this, like, kind of like loner kind of. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I use the word. He's not really Unabomber type. He's um, <laughs> what was the one? Oh my god, it was the Zodiac Killer or whatever. That's kind of what they said was the inspiration for the Riddler. Either way, I love this version of Riddler they have planned. Like he looks so interesting. Um. Yeah. The penguin they have looks great. Like, even in the new trailer where um, Batman's about to punch him, and he's like, oh, take it easy, sweetheart. (laughs) It looks... Yeah. It feels so... Like, this movie feels kind of timeless, like the Burton movies were. Like, the Burton movies, they could have taken place either in 1989 or 1939. Yeah. And it kind of feels the same way with this. You know what? It's sort of like the... um... That's the exact, like, uh, sort of 
logic of the A Series of Unfortunate Events series, yeah. actually, is that, like, it's like, when does this take place? Oh, yes. Uh, and I always really like that. Uh, I was trying to think of a way to articulate it, and I think this is the way to articulate it best, which is that something about seeing the trailers to this and anticipating it feels like this is the Batman movie I would have wanted to see or expected when I was first into Batman in, like, fifth grade. Yes. Like, I... I I, this is what a Batman movie, like, this is what I would have wanted to see in a Batman movie back then, because yeah, that's kind of what like I read in the comics. It feels like this game back to that Burton era and stuff yeah. like that. Like the Arkham games or the animated series and stuff like that. Yeah. It looks like they've done a great job with uh, Catwoman as well. Who The girl Zoe Kravitz also voiced her in the Lego Batman movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And it looks like they're doing a great job making it so she's the gray in Batman's life. Mm-hmm. Um, there's even, like, an Easter egg. I don't know if you saw, like, there's a shot where Batman's punching a guy. It's, like, the same exact position and shot from uh, the way Batman punches someone in Batman versus Superman. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, also, I got to say, I love how... We're continuing Zack Snyder's tradition of adding the gray to the suit instead of just all black. Right, yeah. Like, it looks like it really pops, pops more Some now. of the pops, yeah. Yeah, and... What if we're else? not getting Je- yellow circle, we at least gotta get gray. Oh, yeah, we we gotta get the... I would love to have the yellow circle at some point. Yeah. Like, it's been a while. Let's bring it back. I think it's time to usher in that era. This yes. is the transitionary period to bringing back the yellow circle like so much of this looks like it's based on the comics from the 70s like the designs mm-hmm. if you're gonna keep doing that you gotta bring back the yellow oval mm-hmm. and jeffrey wright looks like he'll be great as commissioner gordon i'm really happy with uh andy circus as alfred because he reminds me of uh Sean Pertwee, who was Alfred in Gotham, and we've had a lot of great Alfreds over the years. From Alan Napier to Michael Goff to Michael Caine to Jeremy Irons. But of all of them, Gotham's Alfred, Sean Pertwee, is my favorite live-action Alfred actor. And the Alfred we have in here reminds me a lot of him. So, honestly, like... The way I could almost describe the Batman trailers is like if you were to combine the Burton movies with Arrow and the Gotham TV show. If you smashed them all together, that's what the Batman trailer is. Yeah. So, yeah, I I cannot wait is going to be released close to my birthday. It better be a good good better be a good gift. Yeah. I mean, here's to hoping. I think it I think it would if we live in a world where Spider-Man No Way Home is better than the That's Batman. what I was just thinking, is that, like, <laughs> the the strange, twisted, darkest timeline would be one where No Way Home is this incredible movie that you'll uh, uh, remember and consider, think of highly for years to come, and the Batman <laughs> is an absolute disappointment. Yeah. That's the top. That's the topsy turviest world. But hopefully, yes. we're looking up. We're on an upward trajectory where we get both a good Spider-Man and a good Batman movie months oh. from each other. Oh yes. So I I am so hyped for the Batman. It's my easily my most hyped mm-hmm. movie of the year. My most hyped movie since. Um, I don't think there was any since 2019. So I think it is my most hyped one since Into the Spider-Verse. 
Yeah. I didn't even bother. Like, this is my most hyped movie of next year. I didn't even bother bringing it up because I knew we were going to talk about <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yes. So. <laughs> you know what the good thing is? Unless everything kind of gets worse because of COVID, which who knows? <laughs> we'll have two movies with three Batman. Odds are one of them has to at least be good. One of our three Batman <laughs> at least has to be watchable. Yeah. Chances are. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, if uh, unless you have something more to say about the Batman, uh, moving on from yes, that. I think it's time uh, to move on, because otherwise that could almost be the whole episode. Just anticipation. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it plenty for the show's uh, run. Uh, we could almost do a pre-episode, like a pre-Batman episode, just yeah. talking about what we think could happen. Yeah, a before and after. Yes. Um, but... Uh, after bringing up your favorite IP of all time, uh, we'll go into you know what maybe is mine, which is the Lord of the Rings TV series, which is a prequel set thousands of years before the events of The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, uh, following an ensemble cast of characters as they confront the reemergence of evil in Middle-earth. From Wikipedia. Um, I but actually anyway, am a little surprised. I thought, maybe I just didn't know a lot about it. I thought they were gonna actually going to adapt the books. But, no, uh, that that's what I was saying last episode, is that I, I'm much, much more excited and anticipatory of it, knowing that it's not just going to be another adaption of the books, uh, but done as a miniseries, which would feel like a money grab to me. This is expanding on uh, Middle Earth lore in a way that's exciting. There's a lot of stuff that it, there, it could be good, uh, and the uh, I mean, also a fantasy series on Prime Wheel of Time. I'm loving. So if they can make if there's another uh, Amazon original fantasy series. Maybe it'll end up being that one of them is good and this one turns out to be a dud. Uh, it's Lord of the Rings, so I am going to watch it. You never know. <laughs> uh, it's hard to say, the last thing being The Hobbit, which my opinion of is just plummeting on. But I wish that there was more to go off of to um like to sink my teeth into to know what to expect i see that galadriel is going to be a character in it that's pretty (laughs) sick um but uh yeah i'm glad that it's um a distant prequel and um it's been taking forever uh yeah, I thought I remember hearing about it a while ago. <laughs> yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure I brought it up uh, in last year's, maybe even 2019's uh, upcoming list. We didn't have an upcoming one last year, remember? Oh, yeah. Because of all the I, delays, we just skipped I it. Think, yeah, I think I probably brought it up in the 2019 one then. <laughs> Because I isn't one like the most expensive TV shows ever made. Yeah, yeah, that's I believe some of the news we brought up. Um, But yeah, sweet. 
Um, I was trying to like glimpse the Wikipedia, trying to see if like there's uh anything new that. Uh, but yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Maybe it'll come out. Oh yes, maybe. There's Apparently always a chance. pre-production for the second season has begun. Ooh. It must be already filmed. Uh, yeah, the season is filmed. So it'll certainly come out. <laughs> yes. It's not going to uh, go deep into the depths, probably. So right now, Lord of the Rings fans are getting what Star Wars fans have been dreaming of, which is a prequel that takes place thousands of years in the past. Yeah. Like the old Republic stuff. Yeah, not touching the... Uh, I mean, this is also Tolkien, and all this stuff already exists. Like, there's so much Lord of the Rings lore. Like, it's not <laughs> it's not even comparable to Star Wars, which, <laughs> like, was built and barely had a plot to begin with, and it was yes. retroactively made. This is, like, there's way too much. <laughs> is it more than just the three books and The Hobbit? Those that's the main thing, and that's all you should really go into it expecting if anyone's going to read them. But there are there is a lot of other writings because Tolkien's like entire life of writing was built around writing about Middle Earth. So there is the Silmarillion, which is like kind of a weird book that I think is a prequel. I wonder if anything from this is going to be from the Silmarillion. But uh, I started reading it and. I mean, that's that is a. I'm. I don't think I'm ever gonna read the Silmarillion front to back. It is brutally <laughs> dense. <laughs> it's like reading an even more dense uh, Bible. It, it, oh wow! It's Are the brutal. pages super thin too? I. I mean, yeah. In my copy, I think they were. <laughs> but um, the Hobbit's a really easy, fun read, though. Uh. And there's tons of other writings, too. They actually, uh, I believe Christopher Tolkien, I think, has gone through, like, his father's um, notes and stuff, and they keep releasing stuff. Who knows how those are? Who cares? But the main things that people care about are the trilogy uh, and The Hobbit, which is, like, more of a direct prequel uh, that came first. So, not a prequel. The Lord <laughs> yes. of the Rings is a sequel. Uh and then people, uh, fans will throw in the Silmarillion. Oh yes, the Lord of the Rings TV show, uh, the most one of uh, the most expensive TV shows ever made. Yeah, apparently. Hopefully, it doesn't drive up the price yeah. of Amazon Prime Video. Yeah, hope to, hope to, God, that doesn't uh, completely fail. I mean that that's just ridiculous. Uh, uh, Amazon's got enough money season, in case it yeah, fails. Yeah, I know, but just uh, I'm reading a five season production commitment worth at least one billion dollars. <laughs> oh, it's I'm not a even surprised that um, HBO wasn't doing because didn't Warner Brothers make the movies? Uh, I mean it's New Line Cinema. Yeah, I think that's owned by um, but, Warner Brothers. Yeah, that that's what I was questioning is if they're Yes, they are. Huh. They must have just bought like the TV rights or something. Or Warner Brothers just sold them or like we're done. Mm-hmm. We told our story. 
God help us, we milked that hobbit for all it was worth. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Who else Maybe. could have stretched that really tiny book into three? Yeah. Three hour long epics. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's a good thing to have new hands on it now. Because having the exact same hands on The Hobbit did it no favors. <laughs> All right. Oh. Is it, well, it's apparently set for September 2, 2022. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, yes, Lord of the Rings. All right. All right. So, normally something from this studio I can get excited for, but I'm just not feeling it for this one. And I think you kind of hinted you might not be either, but we got Scene Red. Oh, yeah. Coming up. Mm-hmm. If, when I... If I red, didn't Pixar. know it was Pixar, I'd have no idea this was Pixar. Yeah, like, that was my reaction. I remember seeing the trailer, and then when I was looking at movies that were coming out this year, I saw that, and I was like, oh yeah, isn't that like an animated movie? Is that Was it Pixar? And I like looked it up again to be like, was that a Pixar movie? I can't remember. Like It didn't, it didn't strike me that way. Well, that's interesting. Look at the year. Oh, it's like a 2000s. I thought it was set in the 90s. Maybe playing that Backstreet Boys music makes more sense now. That's kind of cool. Period piece? <laughs> I like an early 2000s period piece. I say, I'm more excited for this than you are. I think it seems very, like, like, Pixar, look at what you're doing. You don't have to have people morph into stuff all the time and need to turn, like... Try something different than the inside out formula and what is now, like, I guess the soul formula where you. It, yeah, it just st- feels like there might be getting a bit formulaic. Like, they keep going back to that well about we're going to talk about feelings or what's inside of you. But, uh, uh, may, look, maybe this conversation could have been different if. Soul was the last movie we were talking about, not Luca. But which you haven't seen, which makes you real, yeah. The Soul's real the most winner. recent one, and I'm pretty excited for Turning Red. So uh, I also just you know, Red Panther's uh, kind of sick as far as animals go. So good choice. <laughs> um, but I do have this question to ask, and I. It's not why I'm. I'm excited to ask, mm-hmm. but I think it does need to be asked. Is that is there now kind of being a drop in quality at Pixar? Because I'll be honest, I look at their last few years; they're pretty hit or miss. They're not all winners. Like, yeah, if I go right. through, <laughs> like, I brought up a list of their films. Like, um, let's start at Inside Out, right? I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of Inside Out, but I'd count that as a win. Mm-hmm. Then we get to The Good Dinosaur, which I thought was a loss. Yeah. Finding Dory, I'll say that was a win. I actually like Finding Dory more than the Finding Nemo. <clears throat> but then you get to Cars 3, and we're tied. Then you get Coco, which was a win. Then Krebles 2, which is a win. But then you have Toy Story 4... 
And then you have Onward, Soul, and Luca. That's six wins to four losses. Yeah, it's it's an overall positive record, but it is a does not look good when you're thinking about it as a D minus. Yeah, so I guys <clears throat> now you have been lucky to skip, but do you feel there's a bit I, of a dip I, in quality of Pixar I mean, I right kind now? Of, I kind of agree that they're like I always thought of Pixar as like they they go they they hole up and they come up with this incredible idea and they spend a lot of time on it. Like coming out with this movie, this many movies is too many and isn't really what I see Pixar as. Like they could come out with one movie every two years. Like, like the, I just to me they had the, a reputation for being the best of the best in animation, and so I do think that there is a dip in overall quality. Um, and maybe even could cause a dip in like overall just uh, reputation as a result. Because um, you you don't know you're gonna get like a pretty consistent quality. Uh, I I do, however, like I think they still have it in them. So I am keeping my eye out always for like, is this gonna be the one that's like in that top tier, but uh, they can make great ones. Like we've seen Coco, Onward, and Soul. But when you go to it, it's not a guarantee anymore. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think it's a guarantee anymore, and that's why, like, I don't go out to see every Pixar movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't. I haven't seen uh, the Good Dinosaur, Cars Three. I haven't seen Luca, like, or or Toy Story Four for that matter, which, like, you would think I would see, but I didn't. Uh, I wait to see... I wait to see whether it's worth my time. Now, I, I don't immediately see a Pixar movie anymore. So, I mean, I think they need to go back to one movie a year. What do you, I think you kind of said that, too. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's one a year or once every two years, but... Are they, does it feel like they're taking on too much right now? Yeah, absolutely. I I would I would say one a year tops. Like I I'm fine with them. Like it. I mean, yeah, they can go into hiding for a number of months or years and just try and come up with something great. Like take the time. There are yes. other Disney properties. Yeah. So you, you're you more excited for... Uh, is it Scene Red or Turning Red? Turning Red. Turning Red. So you're more excited for Turning Red? Uh, I'm more excited for Turning Red than I... I guess... Lu- yeah. I, like, never thought about seeing Luca for some reason. I'm you're much lucky. more excited for this. Uh... This one I do think I will try and see. Uh, but we'll see as more and more comes out about it. But um, I was immediately more charmed by it than a lot of other trailers. Or even more than like the original Onward trailer. So Yeah. <laughs> the marketing for Onward <laughs> dropped the ball so much. <laughs> I mean, that ended up being a good thing because I did not know what to expect. I still remember watching and thinking, this is not the movie, this is not the crappy movie 
you promised me it would be for the trailers. This one's actually yeah. good. I feel ripped off. <laughs> yes. I was planning to go to the manager and ask for yeah. a refund, and now I'm not going to get my $10 yeah, no. back because you made a quality film. Yeah, what a... What a... What a uh, movie has no right to be as good as it is. That's all I'll say, and I'll move on to my next one. Oh, yes. Real quick, I'm going to grab yeah. a drink from that fridge over there. But sure, yeah. Yes. Got my Kool-Aid Jammer. Oh, man, Kool-Aid Jammers? Oh, <laughs> man, those rock. I was thinking about those recently because I remember when they came out and they blew my freaking mind so much. Like, the transparent back and stuff. I was like... <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've been getting them Good a lot stuff. lately. <laughs> Good stuff. I gotta get Kool-Aid Jammers again, man. Um, the two I like the most are Cherry and Grape. <laughs> I've tried Fruit Punch, but after you have cherry yeah. and grape, there's is really fruit, no point in trying Is Fruit the Punch the blue one? No, it's or, another red one. Oh, okay. I drank the blue ones a lot as a kid. Oh, yeah. I, I like guess that's the just blue. what kids do. Like, I used to buy the blue, but now all I care about is cherry and grape. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh... My next thing, I just found out about this. Uh, apparently, it's been in production for a while, so a lot of people have been like really waiting for it and are just like, when is this coming out? Is it finally coming out in 2022? It's apparently finally coming out in 2022. I just found out about it, and I'm really excited about it. Have you ever heard of... I am talking about a show, but have you ever heard about the video game Cuphead? I have not. Uh, well, Cuphead is a like side-scrolling shoot 'em up video game series that's in the style of like really old cartoons. It's like oh, rubber, rubber nose. Uh, from Mickey yeah. Mouse. Uh it takes that style and I believe it's actually animated that way and made into a video game. It's really kind of impressive. But it has I love the character design so much. It's what made me play it to begin <laughs> with. Uh it's Cuphead, which is the red one, and Mugman, which is the one I always <laughs> play as when I can. Uh the blue one. Sort of the Luigi of the bunch, but I always oh, yes. like Luigi more anyway. Um, uh, the gameplay, it, it looks like you're playing uh, a, an old cartoon. You oh, fight that these bosses. Looks awesome. <laughs> this game is so good. I've never beaten it because... What do you play it on? Uh, it's out for, like, everything now, honestly. You can play it on... I mean, when did... It came out, like, I don't think it would be on, like, PS3 and stuff. 2017. Uh, I know I have it on Nintendo Switch. You can get it on PC and Mac, I think. Um, but uh, it's really great game, uh, and it's notoriously hard, even harder than <laughs> Yeah, I saw Metroid that Dread. when you were Google imaging. That was yeah. the headline for the articles. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of this interesting thing where it's like really cutesy, but it's really hard. <laughs> uh, but it's still really fun, even if you die constantly. Anyway, there's going to be a Cuphead show. Um, on Netflix. Fully going cartoon with it. Yeah, I didn't 
I didn't know that actually. Lots of Netflix. Um, I mean, just, I mean, it's just per- it's a natural <laughs> extension of it. Yes. Uh, and also, it's like in a video game, you don't get a whole lot of like character stuff. And since there's yes. such good character designs, I'm so excited for this. <laughs> it, it looks well done. Of course, it could end up being like <laughs> if Mario and Luigi, like the Mario and Luigi animated series. <laughs> Obviously, we're not in that place anymore. This seems like it's going to be well done and connected to the creators. Uh, so yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Um, yeah, in the, in the game, uh, you the the plot, which is kind of loosely there, is uh, you uh, make some kind of deal with the devil. I think you sell your soul or something and you're trying to get it the contract back or something (laughs) halfway through saying that i was like god i don't think i know the plot (laughs) i'm trying to say the plot right now but anyway uh it's so charming so many people love it just because of how awesome the the design of and the the art of the whole thing is so yeah the cuphead show also starring mugman Oh yes, gotta love Mugman. Yeah, Mugman is my jam, man. Of course, mm-hmm. of, course of course, I'm gonna pick the blue one. Yes, <laughs> it does look. Those are cool designs. Yeah, uh, actually, I just remember. Oh, there's also. I wonder if this character is gonna be in the show too. There, uh, there's there's an expansion where there was. Uh, I can't remember the name of the new character. I wanna. Oh, Miss... No, wait. Is it Miss Chalice? Yeah, Miss Chalice. New playable character. I haven't played the DLC yet. <laughs> anyway. Uh, it's good stuff. I, I recommend everyone play that game to uh, get frustrated and quit before beating it. Worth it until you get there to that point, though. Oh, did you say you played it? I know you said it's available everywhere, but did you say you played it on the Switch? Or yeah, that's that's my uh, choice. But I know it. I think it originally was just for PC, and it eventually made it onto the Switch. One of my goals for 2022, which by the time we listen to this is this year, mm-hmm. I want to try and get a PS5. <laughs> that is one of my yeah, goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially now because I found out that the Miles Morales thing comes oh, with yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. the 2018 Spider-Man game. Yeah. Plus, did you see they're going to have a second Spider-Man and Wolverine? We got the two best Marvel characters yeah, coming. Oh, there is a lot of stuff going. I keep trying to like dissuade myself away from the PS5. I keep looking, but... So much like I don't know if I'm going to be able to help it after Horizon Forbidden West comes out, but um, like I yeah. looked up a PS4, but I can't find them anywhere. I guess I don't know if they stopped making them or. Yeah, but, interesting. It's it seems like it should be easy to get, but I don't yeah. know. Unlike a PS5, which I heard yeah. is very hard to get. Yeah, I tried to get a Switch OLED, which is like the newer model, and I ended up getting one. Um. It was a 
absolute nightmare. It's so hard to get consoles. It's so hard to get consoles lately. It's practically impossible for any casual person <laughs> to get a new console. Oh uh, yes, you you can make it happen though. Yes. Um, so, <laughs> have you ever played that Spider-Man game? Uh, n- uh no. The, no. the original. Do you one, care no. about like the different uh, costumes that are available? Because I guess I got asked. Of the four movie costumes, we got Toby's, the first Andrew, um, the sec, the second Tom Holland one, which is you know the one that he has at the end of Far From Home, and he, that's his yeah. um, No Way Home suit, the one with the black instead of the blue, right? And uh, the Into the Spider Verse Peter B. Parker one. Which one would you choose, or would you I- be like? Um, hmm. No, we're not going to count the regular one. You got to choose one of the movie ones. Yeah, which one uh, would you choose to do? For nostalgia's sake, I definitely want to try on the the Toby one. But I can kind of imagine myself rocking the Peter B. Parker one. For oh, you do yeah, same right. thing. Like yeah, like with Toby's that suit. Unless you're like really into like looking for like the changes. Like we had that was like three movies worth. And then I love the Into the Spider Verse one. Yeah, people are asking for them to do the second Andrew Garfield one, which is my favorite live action Spider Man suit. But it's basically Toby's, but the eye design is different. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Wow. Uh, um. Yeah. Where did we? Oh yeah, we were talking uh, from video games from Cuphead. Right. Yeah, Cuphead. Uh. Yeah, great stuff. Play it if you can, uh, and look out for the Cuphead show. Oh hope, yes, I coming to Netflix. Comes. Yeah, I hope it comes out in twenty twenty two. Yes, I don't know. I didn't see a release date when you were clicking on it, but I don't think there is one. So we could be talking about this again <laughs> next year. Oh yes. So I guess I can move this one will be a short one and then we'll get to the other one I really want to talk about. Alright. So do you remember the classic Disney series Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers? Uh yeah. Of yes. course. Of course. Well, there's gonna be a movie version. No, don't get too excited. It's not an animated one. It's one of those crappy live-action CGI animation combinations. Lovely. Yes. So, it's a Disney Plus original film, which automatically I lose interest in, because I'm like, well, you're just dumping it on there. I never wanted to be one of those people, but I am now. If it Honestly... If you like are like a Disney movie and go straight to Disney Plus, I don't trust you. I don't trust <laughs> you to be good. Yeah. But yeah. So here's the synopsis. Years after the Rescue Rangers TV series has ended, Chip and Dale must reteam to save a friend from video piracy. To I don't know. Save a Friend from video piracy? Yes. I don't know. I don't is this, care. Is this an anti 
piracy, digital piracy yes, PSA? Yes, just like how The Jetsons was secretly a movie about recycling, this is a movie about anti-piracy. Which is ironic, because no one's going to want to pirate this piece of garbage. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would, I, I would pirate it and not watch it. <laughs> yes. The best thing you can do, there's actually a pretty good show on Disney+, Plus, Chippendale Park Life. Where they just, it's just little shorts with them. Sometimes Pluto has a cameo. I wish it would have Donald in there, but whatever. Just Can't go watch the original animated show instead, or Chippendale Park Life show, which is pretty mm-hmm. good on Disney Plus. Yeah. All right. So let's get to the next thing. All right. <clears throat> I uh, I'm getting towards the end of like uh, things I'm excited for but there are some other things of note uh as soon as you feel like finishing up this uh and you know we can definitely from here end it with like your last big one that you're looking forward to if you want um because the next one i will bring up though uh there uh you know i i basically already talked about the things i was super excited for uh and there's not a lot left but now i'll talk about the things i'm unbelievably excited for number oh, one excited thing sonic yes! two where's his creepy looking teeth and no i haven't seen sonic one yet but now <laughs> we can binge watch both of them uh on this podcast episode 100 <laughs> Sonic 1 and 2. It comes out April 8th, and Idris Elba is voicing Knuckles. That's right. I mean, what a beautiful world. 2022 <laughs> is going to be my year, specifically. Yes. Uh, I need to ask real quick. Yeah. Because I was so impressed that you still had it one time when I went to your house. Yeah. Do you still have your Sega Genesis? Yes. If I wanted to get up and move, I would know exactly where to go and get it. Um, actually, it might be set up out in a, on a not in my room, but uh, on a different TV in this house. Oh, next, if we ever do that, our thumbnail will be you just with yeah. your Sega Genesis. So happy! Yeah, <laughs> I would love to. Um, we should, this we makes me want to play that PS3 Genesis collection I have. Yeah, there's also I keep meaning to play it. This is another thing you can uh, that I uh, can get on the Switch that I've it's been on my wish list on there since I got my Switch. But there's this game called Sonic Mania, which is technically a series of fan made games in the style of the originals, but it's apparently really good. Like it's better than any other like mainline Sonic game that's come out in years. Uh. So, you know what uh, I have that was pretty cool for PS3? Hmm. Did you ever uh, hear Sonic Generations? Oh, yeah, that one is... It's like you can is... jump back and forth between that the old design and the current one. That one's cool, yeah. Yeah. That's actually... I I did play uh, a decent bit of that one. That one is good. Kind of I have it. It's now. been a while since I played it, but yeah, should play it again. <laughs> Maybe when everyone talks about Sonic 2 coming out, I'll play it. Yeah, we should do a Sonic special for no reason. <laughs> like, oh, yes. There's just... no precedent. We've never been like Sonic fans, <laughs> and now we're just going to have a, a Sonic special episode where we binge one and two, replay Genesis, play Sonic Mania, play Sonic <laughs> Generations. Uh, it'll be great. <laughs> oh, man. 
Sonic has one of the most frustrating video game experiences I've ever had. So, Does it? before I had the Genesis collection on PS3, mm-hmm. I had the Sonic Genesis collection for PlayStation 2. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like that on the real Genesis, but you know how, like, when you play, you, at least it was for me, you could save it. And wherever it was in the level, once you reload it, it took you to that spot. So it was like a, a save state, basically. Is yeah, what but it's you called. could do it um, anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like um, it's like when you have an emulator and you, it just it's the exact frame that you were at. It loads you right there. But yeah. you had to save it. Yeah. Otherwise, once you die, you start at the beginning. Yeah. I was playing it, and it, this was like all summer. And mind you, I'm not the best at playing video games. YouTube has helped me a lot lately, but um, watching other people know what to do. But yeah. I'm not the best at playing video games. And every two minutes, whenever I got a little further, I would save it. Yeah. And so I accidentally put myself in a spot to where I saved it right when I died. So every time I would try to reload, I it always started with me dying that and then reloading again. Yeah, that is it so tragic. Rough. Yeah, that's why you gotta. Um, uh, it stinks if they don't have that, but a lot of games that do that style of saving have multiple save files, which is why, like, um, in like games like Skyrim and Fallout, which do that. I would create a new save file every single time I saved. <laughs> uh, so there would just be this history log of my entire gameplay session because I was always afraid that one was going to get corrupt or uh, I was going to save at the wrong time and I needed to go back one more. Oh, uh, yes. That's the, t- that's the key if you can do something like that. But- now that I've experienced it, whenever I play Sonic on the PS3... If I I always make sure I still have my three lives. If I lose one, I die and resave and reload the last saved one. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's smart. So yes, Sonic, it's coming. We should all be super excited. On that note, we had that absolutely, honestly tragic announcement that Chris Pratt is voicing Mario. Oh um, yes. Is that a 2022 movie? Yes, it is. Because I remember oh. seeing Untitled Mario movie. Yeah, it is. This might be a situation. I'm wondering if this is going to happen. I haven't seen Sonic yet, but it seems like people kind of like the, the Sonic movie. Yeah, I got pretty good reaction. Yeah. It'll be bizarre if uh, this Mario movie comes out and is just awful, and then <laughs> the Sonic movies are great. <laughs> now they got competition now it's like be yeah. like Sonic yeah I'd be eating my words I mean I was a Genesis kid at heart like just by birthright like that's what we had but ever since I started playing Nintendo games I've been Nintendo all the way Oh, so yes. that could change though it really is a Sophie's <laughs> choice for you like decide between which of your divorced parents do you yeah. go with I don't know Sega or Nintendo yeah, I do feel like that sometimes <laughs> where it's like this is a this is a this is a Sega household and I'm <laughs> yes. like uh, I'm like yahoo, you know what I mean? Uh, all right. Oh uh, yes. That's all about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Oh yes.
So <laughs> I guess we can go mine mine now. Yeah. All right. Now look, I'm as we've known on this show for the past few years, I'm not a fan of the MCU's current direction. Mm-hmm. I just think it's the wrong direction. Um although I did enjoy Spider Man No Way Home. Never thought I'd say that, but Throughout um, the Phase 4 announcements, I haven't really been excited for any of them. But then, everything changed when we got the announcement that one of them was going to be directed by Sam Raimi. The man who gave us the Spider-Man trilogy, which along with X-Men, kicked off the modern superhero movie era. Spider-Man 2 is, in my opinion, the best Marvel movie ever made. Yes, better than any MCU movie. And we're going to have, in May, which it only makes sense that it comes out the 20th, the weekend of the 20th anniversary of his first Spider-Man movie, we are getting Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Sick. Which, I mean, this isn't a spoiler. Everyone knows by now. The end of Spider-Man No Way Home, you get a trailer for this movie, which was yeah. pretty good. Mm-hmm. It had uh, Wanda Maximoff, Scarlet Witch in it. Yeah, I will be honest. I'll be a little upset if, I, if I'm if i so confused by this movie because I didn't watch that WandaVision show, but I don't think that will happen. Yeah. yeah. But uh, look, Doctor Strange, I like <laughs> Doctor Strange, but it's not one of my favorite Marvel characters, but Sam Raimi directing it? Oh, I am so there. So this has been the Marvel movie. I've been like, all right, if any of them are going to be good, it's going to be this one. Yeah. Now it's if a second one's going to be good, it's going to be this one. Yeah. So I'm hopeful for like the trailer for the movie that we saw at the end of No Way Home raised my hype. The one disappointing thing. Was that it said Doctor? You know how at the end it usually says Marvel character will return in whatever, like yeah, Captain yeah. America will return in Infinity War. I was yeah. really hoping at the end it would say Spider Man will return in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, oh, but yeah, no, no. But even if he's not in it, oh, it looks so good, and it looks like it's going to be tapping into some of Raimi's horror elements, which is cool mm-hmm. to see. Uh, it I like looks that. like it's going to be kind of what No Way Home was. It's back to um, superhero stories with relatable superheroes also dealing with every normal day problems. And mm-hmm. looks like it will be great. Um, so I guess before I get to my few questions I have for um, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, mm-hmm. what what, is, what are your thoughts about Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness? Are... Is this one kind of got a little interest from you since Sam Raimi's directing or yeah, I would or say, not really? Like, my interest is ancillary because like I like that Sam Raimi's directing it. Everything I, I'm hearing about it is really good. I have, however, not seen Doctor Strange. It's one of the, <laughs> the MCU movies I've not seen. It's just like a character I haven't really... Like, although in theory, I'd really like Doctor Strange because he's, you know, kind of a wizard. Um, but, uh, 
You know, I mean, you saw I'm, Infinity War, and that's really all you probably really need to see. Right. But I think I will. I think, um, and you know, there uh, in Thor Ragnarok, there's a little bit of uh, character right. building for him in there. Uh, I think I am. I think I'm pretty interested in... We'll see what my reaction to No Way Home is. I think I'm going to love it, but... Um, I, I'll just say... That, that might get my hype shocked going. if you don't like it. That's, I mean, like, that's good to I, hear. I think you'll probably love it, but I'll be oh, yeah. shocked if you tell me that you hated it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I will, but I, I think that that'll be enough to get my hype going for this as well. I might go back and watch Doctor Strange... And then uh, they have it on Disney Plus, where it's the special IMAX thing, where some scenes get bigger on the TV screen. Oh yeah. Okay, so I have been under the assumption this whole time that Tom Holland will appear as Spider-Man in the movie. Now I'm kind of a little fifty-fifty. Like, look, we found out a few months before No Way Home came out that William Defoe was going to be in it. So, mm-hmm. I think Spider-Man will be in Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness. And, um... So, what do you think? Do you think he will be in Multiverse of Madness? Especially because No Way Home sets up his story mm-hmm. in this movie. So, what do you think? Do yeah. you think he'll be in it? Yeah. Because I, also I got to say real quick, the current Marvel deal that's set to expire included a solo Spider-Man movie and an appearance in another movie and I can't believe it's it's Doctor Strange. Yeah. I do really think it it would be this one. I I and I think he's going to be in it. Uh like the fact that it didn't say he's returning at the end like that threw me off hearing that, but I feel like that's more they might be just going more of the playing their cards close to their chest route on things more lately. So I think that's just kind of a... I think that's just to throw people off. I think... I, th- I think you'll probably be in it. All right. Now here's another question I have to ask, since Sam Raimi is directing it. Yeah. Now what I'm about to ask is not a spoiler for No Way Home. This is something I would have asked before I saw No Way Home. So it doesn't yeah. give a hint over whether yeah. this thing happens in No Way Home or not. Yeah. But I think Tobey Maguire will be in Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness because Sam Raimi is directing. Hmm. I'm 50-50 on if he'll play Spider-Man or if it'll just be a random Stan Lee-type cameo. Yeah. Like, I'm certain he'll be in it, I'm kind of 50-50 on if he'll, he'd play Spider-Man in it. Uh-huh. Like, maybe he'll just be, like, a pizza delivery guy who says pizza time or something. Yeah. So, what do you think? I think it's a guarantee he'll be in it. Because it's Sam Raimi. We don't have Stan anymore, so who could bring that big pop? Yeah. <clears throat> Would be Toby. So, what do you think? Do you think Toby will have a cameo in it? And do you think he would be Spider-Man? Because uh, it is Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I never would have, like, it never would have crossed my mind of 
him being Spider-Man in it, like, that wasn't on my radar. And so I would have, and I think I would still say no. But raising the point of the cameo, that is the best person to do a cameo if there is a cameo. I, I can't feel as certain as you do at this at this point. I don't know the precedent for it exactly, but well, like Bruce Campbell, he brought back in the Spider-Man movies, and he worked with him before. Mm. I think Bruce Campbell even said that um, he's going to be in Multiverse of Madness. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, so Sam Raimi is a director who works with the same people a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I would lean towards yes in that case. I just, I don't know. All right. Man, I wasn't going to ask this, but let's just go crazy. Yeah, let's go wild. We're at the end of the recording session here. It's, we go, we go as wild as we want. Yes. (laughs) Which means, all right, I'll make sure to speed through some of these last ones, but okay. So you can choose any two previous it's multiverse of madness you can choose any two characters to pop up in the movie whether it's in the mcu or a marvel film outside the mcu who are you gonna choose because i have two i would want to see in this movie so two characters oh um hmm so Man, the only things that the only things that forge into my brain are MCU characters. Uh, what are yours? While I think about it, mine are Tobey Maguire as Spider Man and Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Yeah, that's. I was gonna. Um, I wondered if you might say Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. That came to my mind too. Um, I I will. F- uh, I think I'm going to take one of yours and say Hugh Jackman as Wolverine to kind of further uh, out the uh, the scope of of Marvel cameos. But I think I mean the other one that makes sense to me, having been in a movie with him before and knowing another upcoming 2022 would be Thor. Oh yeah. Yeah, that would be my other thought, and could be good. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I'm excited for Love and Thunder with it being Taika Waititi, uh, if only that. But we'll see if with Thor as a character in general how it'll pan out. But it could be a good like return to form or something. So it kind of reminds me of something. Like, we hear rumors online all the time. Some of them pan out to be true. Some of them don't. There are some... I do not believe them. I do not believe them at all. Some rumors are saying that through the multiverse, they're going to bring an alternate version of Tony Stark, and that's how Iron Man returns. Do you think they would do that, where they bring in an alternate version, or would they bring back the MCU's Tony Stark? Because, look... We know hmm. Chris Evans is coming back, so... And look, hmm. Doolittle did terrible at the box office, so... Yeah, he needs he needs to be back on that. that... 
I hope. <clears throat> I don't know what I think anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I almost came out confidently with an answer, but I don't know. Uh, I I don't think there will be a new one introduced in this. I guess is what I'm feeling. Okay. I'd be more likely to see, uh, you know, uh, Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. return, if at all. If if either of them in this one specifically at all. Yes. All right. So, did you say you're going to save the rest for yours? And I'll just quickly whip through some of mine. Or, oh, or did you I'm, run out I'm of out. I'm out. Okay. Yeah, I have, I have things I couldn't. I'm not going to bother trying to come up with stuff to say about. The stuff I really had stuff to say about has been covered as far as upcoming 2022 goes. All right. Some of these are real quick ones, and some of them we can get a little more into. All right. So, oh, my God. We got coming soon from Warner Brothers Animation. You know, sometimes you get great superhero animated films like Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Or Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Then you get DC League of Super Pets. <laughs> a movie about crypto. Wait, what? what? <laughs> a movie I didn't know this. About Crypto it, the Super Dog. Okay, I thought that there was like going to be some kind of... I thought you were about to s- drop that it was some kind of like NFT tie-in. No, no, like no. Like it was it a is, blockchain movie. It is a movie about Crypto the Superdog, Superman's dog, Crypto. I forgot about Crypto with the Superdog. Yeah, with a K. Yes. I just... I haven't heard of this at all, so... I saw the trailer. I guess I'm relieved it's not uh, what I just said. Ahead of Elf, um, and it looks dumb. <laughs> I have no interest <laughs> in seeing it. Yeah. But, I mean, I gotta say, the animation looks pretty nice. I mean... They, ju- they especially did a good job with the animation on Superman. Yeah. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna try and keep this one brief. Because I don't want to go on a full rant. <laughs> I don't know when the attitude changed for Pixar with Toy Story. They had... Arguably, I mean, it was pretty much said for years, the three greatest trilogies are Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, and Toy Story. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, in 2015, they made a switch of, we're going to use the Toy Story brand to greenlight stuff that wouldn't get greenlit otherwise. Like, Toy Story of um, Time Forgot, I guarantee you that's the original draft of the good dinosaur that mm. got scrapped before they did the Lion King knockoff. Mm-hmm. Then we got Toy Story 4, which was nothing but crapping on the ki- the classic characters to make Forky look good so they could do their crappy Forky spinoff show. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing Lightyear. Oh, yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> look. After the last few Toy Story things, why should I have faith in you? After you, t- let's just say it, they took arguably the greatest film trilogy of all time and they ran it into the ground. They killed the franchise 
So why should I have any faith in you? And what it looks like, you want to do a sci-fi movie, but you know that the story you have wouldn't be greenlit. Oh, just throw Toy Story in it, and we'll just yeah. whatever. We'll yeah. sucker the crowd again. It's like, I fell for it twice. I'm not doing it again. Yeah. So <clears throat> the trailer looks stupid. So the one way I'll watch it is if they rip off the... Remember the Buzz Lightyear Star Command hand-drawn cartoon movie they did? Yeah. If they rip off it where it starts with either in Andy or Bonnie's room, like Woody, Buzz, Potato had all of them coming together to watch the movie and it's bridged by them. Hmm. Maybe, but other than that, I'm like, no, no. You tricked me twice before. I'm not doing it again. So, yeah. What have you, have you seen the trailer for Lightyear? Or no, what are your I thoughts didn't really on care. Um, I'm not interested, <laughs> I guess. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even see Toy Story 4, so. Oh, yes. So, I've been debating about bringing this up. Because I wasn't going to bring this up before. Because mm-hmm. I've checked out the MCU. Yeah. But Spider-Man No Way Home, maybe, we're oh. not fully on board, but it can yeah. at least create... We got a little bit of motion coming yeah, in. Like yeah, maybe yeah. something, if we get a few more, could um, roll into... Mm-hmm. Like if Spider-Man... Doctor Strange are good, and I'll watch Black Widow and Shang-Chi after Christmas. If at least two of them are... We already got one. If we can get two good movies, then we might have something rolling, but... Yeah. Just because of, like, what happened with Spider-Man, I got... I'll bring it up. We have Thor Love and Thunder coming out. Yeah. Now, I'm not gonna lie. Part of me is a little bitter at this movie Mm -hmm. already, because... I can't help but think, really, of all the characters to get a fourth movie, it's not Iron Man, it's not Captain America. No, the Falcon movie where he calls himself Captain America doesn't count. Thor is getting a fourth movie. Now, Spider-Man makes sense, but Thor, really? Of all characters, Thor? Mm -hmm. It's, again, kind of my thing of, like, we're letting the actors decide what happens with the characters. Yeah. And, like, I mean, look, I'm sure we'll get more positive when you talk about love, Thor, Love and Thunder. And, look, I'm not excited about the whole Jane becoming Thor thing, and aren't the Guardians supposed to be the co-stars, like how Hulk was? I mean, I didn't uh, fully, like, I didn't know that to be necessarily fully confirmed yet, because I haven't, like, been... Paying attention like, I to haven't everything looked about up anything movie, about Thor at I all. But I did think, I did think so. Maybe. Yes. So. And look, unpopular thing, but I'm just gonna say it. I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok. I think it's a great movie. But in retrospect, I think it may have ruined the Thor character. Like when you look at Thor, in like. Infinity War, like, he was, it felt like the same Thor from the first Avengers or the first Thor movie, and then you get to Endgame, and it's 
really, really jokey. Like, yeah. he is now a joke character. Mm-hmm. And then they really drove in with that god-awful what-if show, which the, I recently watched the eighth episode, which, my God, it was like the... It beat the Marvel zombies as the worst thing Marvel's ever done. <laughs> Again, I like Thor Ragnarok, yeah. but I think it did more harm than good to the Thor character. Yeah, I mean... Thor Ragnarok is still maybe my favorite MCU film, but I don't necessarily think it did any favors for Thor going forward. And I don't even necessarily think, like, do, like I don't think Thor in Endgame really even reflects th- Thor and Thor Ragnarok that well. I think Thor is a much better character in Ragnarok. Yeah, but uh, it's kind of set the trend for him becoming a comedy <laughs> character. Yeah, that seems like a misread, and... I almost feel like, and what I what I would like for this movie is it for it to feel like a second movie in a reboot of a of something of a Taika Waititi Thor, um, to, and that's really where I'm more disappointed. Like, to for something to feel more like a sequel to Thor Ragnarok and to not have this like end game middle piece that bridges the gap between them, that makes me less excited uh, than if it was just more of a direct sequel to Ragnarok, which is one of the reasons why I'm not that excited. But on the potential that it could recapture some of that energy, uh, I am excited. Yeah, like if... I'll go see it if I like Doctor Strange, but I'm not going to lie... As much as I really enjoyed Thor Ragnarok, I think it's a great movie. I don't know. I'm just kind of... I don't know. There's just something about it that I'm just like, I don't know. Can you really have that magic happen again? And kind of yeah. in the con- the context of the way the MCU is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think that Taika Waititi's humor that found its way in Thor Ragnarok could very easily be, uh, what's the, what's the trope term for it? Like, it could be, um, exaggerated to a point where it, uh, becomes obnoxious and is just off base from the original intent of the comedy. Um... Which is what I'm worried about. Like, uh, if it's dry and, uh, like, if Guardians are in it, like, I I would think that the Thor Ragnarok side of things, the dry New Zealand humor that I love, if it's more on that end, great. If the comedy is more typical MCU and... uh, let that slightly more, I'll say, lowest common denominator humor that just passes for humor in in a major movie that could and will go very poorly. Uh, but I know Taika Waititi is very, very funny and a very incredible filmmaker uh, otherwise. So I just, I haven't seen a film of his I didn't like, so. 
Oh, yes. Yo, can I just bring up something I forgot to mention in our best of for the year? Yeah. We were talking about um, the whole, that really awful scene in the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer where Wong says to Doctor Strange, Strange, don't cast that spell. And Doctor Strange goes, oh, don't worry, I won't. And then he winks oh, at Peter. That. Yeah. That's not in the movie. Really? Like, the one of the worst parts of the trailer isn't in the movie. Wow, and I remember now that my analysis was like, what is this? So they totally just, they we were pranked, basically. I guess so. Like, <laughs> that's not in the movie. Weird. And um, did you see the second trailer? I can't remember. Uh, Trailers always a- mesh together to me. Yeah, there's a line, there's a really cringeworthy line. It's in the movie, but it's a different take. Like, it's set up differently. Oh. Like, Doctor Strange is, set, is standing in a different spot, and he just his performance is so different compared to the trailer. Huh. huh. And that was something I forgot to mention. Like, the worst part of those trailers wasn't actually in the movie. That's pretty wild it's almost like they're they really don't want you to see the movie at all so they just give you a taste of it by using different takes cut scenes <laughs> you know i was thinking um in the spider-man home I, this is actually the reverse there's a spot in the spider-man homecoming trailer where tom holland says a line on the ferry boat that i actually think that take was better than the one they used in the movie Oh. <laughs> like, it's just easier to understand versus yeah. in the movie, it sounds like he's speeding through that line. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, you know what? Talking about MCU humor. Like, there's some good stuff in No Way Home. There's one scene that, um, if you saw it, I could bring it up, but I can't. But it, okay. it was a good scene. I'll 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 log that away in my mind, and when I'm watching the movie, I'll see if I can think of what you're. Do you think I would know what you're taught? Like, it's if it okay. Comes out, this I, isn't a spoiler. It's one yeah. where they mention the Avengers. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> all right. It's it's like right before the final battle, someone mentions the Avengers, and oh, okay. It's it's a really great line. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a very great moment. It's a couple of lines because it's a few people talking, but. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. All right. So next up, we have the movie Black Adam, the next film in the oh, DCEU yeah. since um, the Batman isn't in the DCEU. Yeah. Now, first, like I said, I'm not a big fan of solo villain movies, but this movie is going to have in it the Justice Society of America, the original DC superhero team, where nice. you have Dr. Fate, Hawkman, um, I'm blanking on who the last one was. I think it was Adam Smasher. Let me see real quick. Adam Smasher, was that it? Yes, Adam Smasher. But, I mean, the two I'm most excited to see are Hawkman and Dr. Fate. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Black Adam, but you're <laughs> the villain. Even though right, you're the main right. character, but... I've been a fan of Dr. Fate and Hawkman for a while, so I'm excited to see them in that, finally, in a movie. 
So Dr. Fate and Hawkman are like two characters I've wanted to see in a movie. The last remaining one I want in live action is The Question. But that we can talk about that later. So have you heard anything about Black Adam besides that it has Dwayne Johnson in it? No, not much at all, really. Yeah, I hadn't been excited for it, but when they announced the JSA was going to be in it, it changed things. Oh, yeah. All right. We got also coming Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. That's right. Yeah, I did see Another that. addition to the Shrek franchise. I got to be honest, I really liked the solo Puss in Boots movie that they did a few years ago. Actually, it might have been 10 years ago, but... You know, I recently, like, I think it was two years ago, rewatched all the Shrek movies. Oh, really? Like, yeah. the first two are great. Third one isn't that good. Yeah, but I mean, that fourth one really ties everything up nicely. Like, I think in my mind it got overshadowed because it came out like a month before Toy Story 3, which is yeah. one of the all-time greats. But yeah, yeah. Number um, four really did a great job wrapping up everything. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if I've seen four. I know for sure I've seen the first three, and yeah, I love the first two. I like it. At times, I, I can't decide which one I like more. I don't like three. I, I, I know that from my memory, but I don't know if I've seen four. If you want redemption, you should see Shrek 4, because it's almost like it, like a Shrek version of It's a Wonderful Life. Like, it's really oh. good. Hmm. Yeah. I'll have, to, or, I'll have to binge watch Shreks again someday here soon. Oh, yes. So next up... All right, we only got, like, two more. We'll probably get more in-depth in, and this is one of them. We got Spider-Man Across the Universe Part 1. That's right. We're not just getting one in in 2022. We're getting another one in 2023. Yes. That's right. Into the Spider-Verse was, in my opinion, the best film of 2018. (laughs) Um, I thought that they did a great job of introducing Miles Morales. Look, there was a lot in that movie that they had to cram in there. You had to introduce Miles Morales. You had to give us a new version of Peter Parker. And you had to do the the concept of Spider-Verse, all while also giving us Kingpin as the villain. Well, I mean, Doc Ock and Goblin are there, but Kingpin's the main one. And I think mm-hmm. it was amazing... Um, well, Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man movie actor. Jake Johnson is my second favorite. And the version of Peter B. Parker we have in that movie is my favorite movie version of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. And we're getting in that movie the one thing I thought was missing. Which is... Um, oh, yeah, we're getting Jessica Drew in Spider-Woman, too. That's cool. I wonder if it's from Peter B. Parker's world, because that would make sense in the comics. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I felt was missing, as great as I, as much as I love Into the Spider-Verse, was Spider-Man 2099, a.k.a. Miguel O'Hara. That was the only one I felt was missing from the team. Like, he's in the post credit scene, but that's not mm-hmm. really the movie. Mm-hmm. But and I'm so excited. It looks like he's going to be playing a bigger role in here. Now, on Wikipedia, his name comes up first, but I assumed that uh, Miles would still be the lead. I don't know if they're switching it up or not, but um, 
I mean, it would make sense, right? That I mean, from the uh, interviews we have, it sounds like Miles would be the lead, but uh, I almost feel like the three of the Spider Verse team, like the three <laughs> kind of main ones you need to have, are Peter, Miles, and Gwen, and kind of the rest are interchangeable. But I would say. I would say Miguel could kind of be a fourth kind of like main mainstay you got to keep in there. Yeah, I mean that. As much cool. as I would love the return of uh, Peter Porker or uh, <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man Noir who lets mm-hmm. matches burn to his fingers just so he can feel something. Yeah. No, they uh they were definitely slightly more comedy relief characters that don't need to have as much screen time. I get that. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for it. Uh, they recently did a preview for. They did recently released a clip from the movie, which is the return of Gwen to Miles's universe, and they travel to alternate universes where they switch animation styles, and that's where I think uh, Miles bumped into Spider-Man 2099. Mm-hmm. I won't lie, I was a little disappointed we didn't see Peter Parker, but. We'll get him in the movie, so I can wait. Plus, yeah. we did we did just get No Way Home, so yeah. at the time, I was like, ugh, if there's No Way Home, give me Peter, give me real Spider-Man, yeah. but... <laughs> so, I am excited for it. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? Did you know they were splitting up into two movies? Uh, or? I didn't know that. This was, I mean, this is definitely one of the things I'm most excited for. Even more, ex- I mean... Another movie? Yeah. That's exciting. Yes. So, no, I have this question to ask real quick before we move on. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people are wondering, will we eventually see Miles Morales in the MCU? Part of me is like, I don't know. Well, number one, I think Tom Holland is way too young to start mentoring Miles Morales. Like, mm-hmm. you could... At minimum, that would have to be during Spider-Man 7. Mm-hmm. Unless um, you switch the actors and got an older actor to play him. But the one thing that kind of makes me go, I don't know if I would want Miles in the MCU, would be if it meant the end of this series. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because they're not going to have a movie Miles franchise and um, an animated franchise. And can I just say something real quick? I just gotta say something. <laughs> There's some people who are just like, um, well, you know, after Spider-Man 6, we can have Miles replace Peter. And I'm just like, no. Haven't, hasn't Spider-Verse in the video games shown they work better together? Like, let's not have the actors control what happened. Like, they work better together. Yeah. I, yeah, I do. I do like that. Um, like, Tom Holland's replaceable. Just get a new Peter Parker. And plus, <laughs> yeah. if the deal does continue, then Sony has two movies, movie franchises they can distribute. Yeah, and that would be awesome. I yes. definitely don't want to lose this one. Because this yes. is my, this is where my excitement in Spider-Man lies right now. <laughs> oh, yes. This is where, this is why I get most excited for mm-hmm. But I do have to ask, <clears throat> after this third movie that comes out in 2023, could they switch it up 
and like we'd still have kind of our core team of Peter, Miles, and Gwen, and the rest are interchangeable. But if they were to do, well, even I, if they were to do Miles in live action, would they switch the protagonists in the Spider Verse franchise and keep it going? Like maybe Miguel O'Hara takes over as the lead, or right. Spider Girl, Mayday Parker, who's Peter Parker's daughter from an alternate timeline. Could you see that happening to keep it going, or do you think three would be the end? Hmm. <clears throat> Or is like there's not a chance of Miles for a long time, so it would just keep going as normal. That I, I guess I did just see the likelihood of it just continuing with Miles greater. Um, I mean, I'm not counting on a fourth movie, but I could see it with Miles uh, again if the success continues. Yeah. Do you think that kind of? Um, I think. The, I think for sure they'll keep going the Spider Verse route, or they'll at least have a Spider Team. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be a, a team thing for sure. Do you I think, think that ensemble. like we'll continue to have the core three of Peter, Gwen, and Miles, and the rest are interchangeable? I think Miguel would become one of the core ones, but do you think they would do that, or would they try to stick with the same team? <laughs> Sorry. Um... <laughs> I think I think they will and it would probably be good to develop a core and stick with it. Yeah. All right. We had that. Oh, this is the last big one we have and then we got two, maybe three to get through. All right, but 2022 got another big movie. This might be my third most anticipated movie after Batman Spider-Verse. Mm. And it is the Flash movie. Mm, That's yeah, right. Yeah. We're getting next year two movies with three Batman. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, look, I've been a little kind of pessimistic over Keaton's role in the movie because I mm-hmm. felt, I feel that what they're going to do is they're going to have it where Ben is the real Batman and they'll make Keaton an alternate Batman. It won't be like his movies where he was the real Batman. And I just assumed they'll like, kill him off, he'll retire, turn evil, or whatever. Unless the rumor happens where he takes over the DCEU Batman. Yeah. But I gotta say, like, let's just look at the pieces this movie has. Number one, we have The Flash, who, in my opinion, is the third best DC character of all time behind Batman and Superman. We're getting an adaption of one of the best comics of the past decade in Flashpoint. We have a strong director in Andy Muschietti who did it, both It movies. Mm-hmm. We have Ben Affleck coming back as Batman, which is great. Which also makes it so that we are having, in my opinion, the best crossover between um, in the DCU, which is Batman and the Flash. We have we already have five great pieces, even before yeah. we add Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, that's an unbelievable. And if that doesn't, if Michael Keaton doesn't work as Batman, we still have a good movie. Like, 
you know, you're not, you just wouldn't watch this as like Batman five or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Even like if the role I'm assuming will be disappointing, it's going to be great to see Michael Keaton in the bat suit again. Plus we got Ben Affleck. Like we're getting in this movie, in my opinion, the best Batman actor of all time in Michael Keaton and the best of the 21st century when Ben Affleck. So, that's exciting. So, I'm excited for this. Plus, we got Supergirl popping up right. in it. I'm hoping maybe a surprise appearance by Brandon Routh as Superman. Like, I'm not going to lie. Crisis on Infinite Earths was crap. But the one thing it did was it made me want to see more Brandon Routh as Superman. So, uh, what... What is your anticipation right now for the Flash movie? Where are you going? You think you'll like it? Think you'll dislike it? What What are your thoughts on the Flash so far? I mean, I I do think I'll like it, and the reasons to like it are immense. I think because Flash has never been a superhero I've known that much about, that that makes me like not think of this movie much in terms of anticipation but then i remember all of the elements of it and i'm very i'm excited to see that movie you just uh described but um like uh there's just that slight barrier but i do think it sounds like it's gonna be very good oh yes so oh i don't know if i should we should bring up this movie or not well, uh, we brought up other Marvel movies. It would feel a little odd if we didn't bring this up as well. Next year is going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Oh, yeah. Now look, this movie's had a rough time. And I've said before what I thought they should do with Black Panther now that Chadwick is gone. And obviously the first one I think you do is recast. Because Chadwick Boseman was not T'Challa. T'Challa is a drawing in a comic book. And like as some other people are saying, we didn't throw away T'Challa when Stan Lee and Jack Kirby died. Like, And they are far more important to Black Panther than Chadwick Boseman was. So, I would have said recast. They chose not to do that. Mm -hmm. I would have then said, if you're not going to recast, cancel the sequel. And just have Black Panther be a one-shot movie where its legacy was, it brought representation forth that was sorely needed in the superhero genre. And its legacy was not only just its... A great box office run and great critical reaction, but it became the first superhero movie in history to be nominated for Best Picture. But they chose to go forward with the sequel. Mm-hmm. Then I would have said, well, if you're going to do that, let's not have what happened to Chadwick affect T'Challa's story. Let's not... Let's, instead of going forward, go backward. Let's set it in World War II. I mean, 
it probably would have had to have been his grandfather now instead of his father, but mm-hmm. um have it during World War Two, maybe either have Captain America or now that you own the rights, Wolverine make a cameo. Because those are the two Marvel characters you could have had at that time. Mm-hmm. And set it in the past. That way you have time to maybe you can think about with more of a clear head. Yeah. But they chose not to do that. And <clears throat> it sounds like they're doing the movie where it's going to be about figuring out, like, T'Challa will die. And they're going to figure out who takes up the mantle. A lot of people are assuming me it will be Shuri, mm-hmm. which um, I guess that makes sense if they're, since they're siblings. I think the crown would go to her if he doesn't have a kid already, yeah. which the kid would be too young. You don't want baby Black Panther walking <laughs> <Yeah>. around. <laughs> um, yeah, my last request is just don't have it be Michael B. Jordan. No offense to that. The actor's great. Don't have it be Killmonger. That would be... <laughs> I'll just say, I think a lot of stuff they're doing with this movie is a mistake. I think at bare minimum, you should have delayed the movie. And maybe give it some time instead of trying to go right into production. Mm -hmm. I'll just say, I don't plan seeing it, but I wish them well. Like, you're in a tough spot. Good luck. (laughs) Yes. So... I don't know if you wanted to add yeah, anything else I, to Black Panther too. Yeah, I or don't. Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Yeah, I, I don't. Which know. is a great title, by the way. Uh, yeah, I, I I love the title. Like that title alone makes me really interested in uh, uh, seeing what they do with the circumstances. And I guess the only other thing I'll say, like, tra- a, something like a. A transitioning to uh, Shuri being a, a bigger character uh, that's utilized would be really cool. But would um, that character work? Like, I get in the comics, it, but I don't think the a, Shuri that introduced in the film would work. Okay, I, I was thinking of it in terms of how that there is a, a successful, possibly good, from what I've heard, Shuri comic series, and that's why you would choose Shuri. It makes sense. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know in terms of like leading a, a, a Shuri movie down the line. I I don't know. I mean, like logically, it would make sense that it would go to her because mm-hmm. she, she would be next in line, right? Like that makes sense. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but I just don't think the character they presented in that movie, the MCU version, makes sense to kind of be the lead of a superhero franchise now, mm. unless like I think it they could. pull a. Um, a Thor Ragnarok and kind of reboot or a Spider-Man No Way Home and kind of reboot the character. Yeah, I mean, I think it could. We didn't see that that much of that character. I think there's a lot of opportunity to explore still. And who's to say how much she would still be the same after the death of her brother? Yeah. I don't think there's enough to go on to say they're doing anything wrong. I'm... I'm, uh, I mean, like, I I get where you're coming from, though. So I'm, I just don't have, I don't have much to say about this yet. All right, we got two last ones to bring up. Coming up, we got a sequel to another 2018 movie, Aquaman. Right. We got Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom coming, which, that's quite the title. That sounds like a graphic novel title or a comic book title. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I kind of like titles like that. <laughs> yeah. 
So, um, look, I'll be honest. Aquaman was not my favorite. I was not the biggest fan. I think some. It's like it depends on what mood I watch it in. Sometimes I think it's okay. Sometimes I think it's utter crap. But I feel like I kind of got to give him a pass because of what was going on with the DCU at the time. Like, we had what happened with Zack Snyder. Um, Justice League, their big movie, had flopped. Mm -hmm. The face of the DCU, Ben Affleck, was leaving. So there was a lot going on behind the scenes. I think sometimes... The movie didn't have an identity because of that, but mm-hmm. Aquaman's a great character. Um, I hope this one is more serious than the other one was, so mm-hmm. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful, so I'll give him a, another shot after kind of a more, I guess, stable production, I guess. So, what are your thoughts on Aquaman The Lost Kingdom coming? Uh, I mean, I'm... In a similar play, I'm not excited about it. I think they totally deserve another shot. I kind of liked Aquaman. I've I've only seen it once, and it sounds like you've seen it multiple times where you've had an opinion able to like shift all over the place on it. I haven't had that opportunity, and so I just kind of remember that being an okay to good movie. Something I kind of I thought it was going to be crap, and I thought it was like decent. So, um, uh, so it's like, yeah, I'll give an, I'll give it another shot. All right. Last one. This one doesn't have a release date, unfortunately, but it will be coming to HBO max. It is the upcoming Batgirl movie. Right. That's right. We're finally getting Batgirl. I mean, we've had her on live action and television just as Barbara Gordon, Mm-hmm. in Titans and that awful Birds of Prey TV show, but... Oh, I thought we had some big news for a second. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, about the movie. But... We have Leslie Grace, who's going to play Barbara Gordon and Batgirl, and um, Brendan Fraser will play the villain Firefly, and J.K. Simmons... Fresh after appearance, J. Jonah Jameson, Spider-Man No Way Home, is going to be playing Commissioner Gordon again. I thought he was a great Commissioner Gordon in both versions of Justice League. So, I'm excited for it, especially because Batgirl's different than Robin, where it's not essential to have Batman in the movie to tell her origin story. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited for it. I, I'm so excited to see the Bat family grow. Yeah. And, and um, we have upcoming... Well, it has been confirmed Batman is going to appear in the film. Uh-huh. We just don't know which one. Yeah. So, before we get into speculation about Batman, what do you think about Batgirl? Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, of the DCEU... I guess of the five DC movies, it's my third most anticipated after Batman and the Flash. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably in the same place. Uh, there's no reason to anticipate it any less than at least number three. Uh, for, I guess, yeah, to see the Bat family grow. Uh, 
even, I guess, like I said with The Flash, and even more so, I don't have, like, a huge reason to gravitate this character yet, but, um, uh, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to check it out, because I am. Okay. Here's the big question. This is how we're going to end the episode. Sure, yeah. Which Batman is it going to be? Mm-hmm. Is it going to be Ben Affleck, because it's J.K. Simmons, and it's set in the DCEU? Will it be Robert Pattinson, our new Batman? Mm-hmm. Will it be Michael Keaton, or would there be a, a curveball thrown and it's a new actor playing Bruce Wayne in the DCEU? So what do you think? What do you think it could be for... Um, the upcoming background movie. I'll be honest. I think new actor is the least likely possibility. Yeah, like, I, think I don't think we have so a better either. chance of Robert Pattinson showing up, even though it totally wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, I think a better I, chance I, of Robert showing yeah. up than a new one. I had a gut feeling when you started asking the question that I'll just say Michael Keaton. It's like where else are they going with bringing Michael Keaton in? Maybe it's here. So that was my gut feeling. But yeah, I don't know I, what you think. I think Affleck is done. Like it sounds like he's coming mm. back. Unlock. Well, he did come back to the Flash because he said it, he wouldn't be the main one, so he'd only have to be there for a short time. But mm-hmm. if you want long term, I don't like when Michael Keaton was announced. They said, like the Hollywood Reporter said, they've heard sources say that. They want Keaton to be uh, the Nick Fury of the DCEU, specifically in Batgirl. Mm. So like, okay. they specifically yeah. mentioned Batgirl, so... Well, I mean, that seems... I mean, yeah. look, if this gives us more Michael Keaton as Batman, oh, I'll be excited. Yeah. Do you think we'll find out before the Flash movie? Like, what... What I worry is I don't want to just find out because someone got set photos of Keaton or Affleck walking into the studio. Do you think they'll announce it before the Flash movie? Because we don't have a release date for Batgirl yet. So it could mm-hmm. come before or after. But I, do you I think, think they'll announce the, it before Flash? It, or would that be too I, much of a spoiler? I think it'll be around the time. Maybe when it releases or after, shortly after. So, yeah, maybe like the weekend after? Well, yeah. would that be a spoiler? I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. There, I mean, Kevin Feige's already giving spoilers for Spider-Man No Way Home, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, whatever. Um, yeah. So either, we know Batman will be in it. We just don't know who. And yeah. I guess, look, we, we have three possible options, three really good options, it looks mm-hmm. like. So there we go. All right, guys. That's it? Yeah. We've come to the end. Look at that. 2022. Some stuff to look forward to. Yes. This is a really exciting slate we have coming up. Yeah, I'm liking it. Yes. So, guys, there we go for our upcoming 2022 slate of films. A nice little film preview of what's to come this year. Boy, we got some exciting stuff. Oh, boy, we do. This year, we got... The Batman, The Flash, and Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah, wild, amazing. Spider-Man yes. or otherwise. 
Um, yes. So lots to look forward to. That's uh, welcome to 2022. We're not in it right now, but uh, but we will be in the future yeah. by the time when you you're, get this. Yeah, when you're listening to this first episode of comment section in 2022. Uh, so hopefully there's a lot more rabbit hole to come. Yes. I mean, we found it a little bit throughout this episode, oh, but you did. can always find it because you never know when it will pop up. When you take a step and you'll trip a little bit and then you'll keep going and you'll trip again. But this time you don't stop tripping. You keep falling and you realize, oh my God, you have just fallen down that rabbit hole. <laughs>